Welcome to the Portage County Safety Council podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's safety chat. Hi, it's Mike with the Portage County Safety Council. I'm here with Justin. Justin, what's up, dude? Welcome to the podcast. Hey, Mike. Thank you so much for having me this morning. I really appreciate it. So, Justin, tell our listeners just a little bit about yourself and what you do for safety. All right. My name is Justin DeFlamary. I currently work for Monogram Foods in the Boston, Massachusetts area. Currently, we make the Starbucks sandwiches and croissants, and we make the nice. croissants for Dunkin' Donuts. We also dabble in... You just got a lot of big fans, by the way, not to cut you off. You just... Everyone's (laughs) going to love this now. Dunkin' Donuts, Starbucks. What else is there to like about you? You know, you're good. Go ahead. Sorry. (laughs) So I also sit in on the American Society of Safety Professionals and the National Safety Council eBoard. And I like baseball. And we started up this year, thankfully. Thank God. Hey, you know what's funny about baseball? I'm already hitting a rabbit trail, right? (laughs) So, like... (laughs) I was listening to a Tribe game. Obviously, we're Northeast Ohio, so we're Tribe fans. And uh, listening to the baseball game and hearing the – it's been a lot of disappointment, but we've always come close, you know? And uh, (laughs) to hear the crowd, it sounds legit, doesn't it? It does. It's amazing. Even when they go to hit a thing, you hear the crowd. I'm like, I don't know how they do that, but it's pretty impressive. So What's really funny is that you can actually buy uh, or purchase a seat and put your picture there as a cardboard cutout. I thought that was awesome. Really? How funny is that? So we have this guy that beats a drum up at the stadium, and it's just it's just not the same. They, we, we said, you know, my friends and I are watching a game. We're like, they should have let him at least sit in there. You know what I mean? Out of, <laughs> of a stadium of tens of thousands of people, you could let the guy that drums every game for the last 30 years in there. So at any rate, so it looks like you're responsible for the safety of over five, 600 employees. Yes. Yep. Tell us over about 600. That. Correct. Oh, wow. So you're in the Boston area, now Texas, it looks like. Yeah, so uh, I was in charge of three facilities, two in Boston, one in Texas. We made dog treats in the Texas plant, and we did sell that last year. So uh, my trips to Texas are over. I did get to check out the Texas Rangers ballpark, which was pretty neat. But yeah, so currently just two two facilities in Boston. I have not been to Texas, but if I ever go, I'm going to make a special day set aside to make sure I find one of those hole-in-the-wall barbecue Barbecue joints and get me one of those (laughs) giant-sized Texas briskets. But anyways, so Justin, here's the first question for our Inspiring Safety Series is, how do you engage employees in safety and inspire them to work safely? You know, I love that question, and I'm really happy to see that the focus and the shift to safety is more going towards the engagement of employees, because that's my motto. So I appreciate you doing that. So how I think to engage employees is kind of along the lines of what we're talking about right here is competition, healthy competition. So we at my current facility do a lot of, you know, engagement activities, engagement games, and we have them compete against other departments. So no one likes to lose. Everyone wants to win and everyone, you know, wants to have their department be number one. So you know, we do a lot of stretching activities or stretchment engagement games and stuff like that. And we'll pin, you know, the warehouse against the production employees in a fun competition. And that makes them want to get involved with the stretching program or whatever activity we're doing that month. So I always say that it's healthy, friendly competition that engages the employees and make it fun and competitive. That's awesome. Now, what kind of impact does it have on your safety culture? Do you see people starting to adopt those behaviors on your own? So if you're like in between contests or those competitions, do you see people continue to stretch afterwards to where they're literally adopting those behaviors? So it's kind of like an evil genius. So, uh, 
So, you know, we, we spin it into the form of a competition and we have some departments have families in production and then their, you know, their son will be in, in the warehouse. So, you know, you get that fun aspect. And I know not every company is like that, but again, hopefully you have some friends inside the workplace and you have that natural competition drive in you. And what happens is, so I'll take it, uh, you know, footwear, for example. So we did a find it audit that said, and it was called BUIs instead of DUIs. And it was kind of like we set up roadblocks like the cops would, and we did boot under investigations. And, you know, we had like... Oh, my uh, goodness. Did did anybody run? Did anybody just like take (laughs) off out of the facility and say... (laughs) They do if they don't have their shoes on. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, so we had, you know, a supervisor and myself, we dressed up as, uh, you know, officers. And, you know, we also had our co-chairs on the safety committee try and pick out who wasn't wearing their safety shoes and do the inspections. So whoever, you know, for that whole week, we ran the BUI program. So everyone got, you know, a point if they were wearing them. And if you didn't, we weren't going to discipline you, you know, the first or second time because it was a fun week competition. It wasn't about discipline. And I feel like that's what where the safety caught culture came from is like, right. you know, oh, you're not doing it. I got to discipline you. No, coach, engage. Then if you have to go that route, go that route. But you have to really understand why. So we made it fun. For that whole week. And guess what? For the next month when we did spot checks, we have 600 employees. Only around nine weren't in their safety shoes, which is phenomenal. So to answer your question, the behaviors do roll over because we're making them fun instead of no one wants to be told what to do. But if you guide them and teach them, they'll be more apt to, you know, carry that over. Yeah. So you're talking nine out of 600 employees. Yeah. That's That's pretty remarkable. Yeah, that was pretty good. That was awesome. Do you see in your position and all your years of experience an underlying or overarching safety issue across the board from all your experience to say, hey, if there's one thing that we really need to focus on in safety, it's this one thing. What would that be? You know, again, and I'm not going to say it to every question, but I love this question because it's my same answer every time. I also do a student mentorship program uh, with a safety college in New England called Keene State, and it's actually what I am engaging them in, and it's the environmental aspect. And what I mean by that, Mike, is 95% of the jobs you see on Indeed or it says environmental health and safety manager. There is no just, you know, again, there may be that 10% that says safety manager, but everything else is she or EHS or SHE or whatever they want to abbreviate it now with. And I would want to see is more environmental classes in the safety degree programs because it all is intertwined. Health and environmental is always included in a safety job, again, 90% of the time. But we don't learn in the safety degree program, undergrad or in the master's environmental standards. So I would like to see that happen because I always say if I was to rate myself on a report card with safety, I'd give myself an A in OSHA compliance, but like a C in environmental compliance. Wow. Yeah, that's definitely a different perspective because that's interesting. It's always grouped together, but you don't really hear much about the environmental part. That's for sure. Unless you're like working in like more hazcon specific type things, right? Or chemical spilling, like with FEMA, you know, or local FEMA board or something that deals with spills and chemicals directly. You really don't see much into that. So yeah, I agree. That's awesome. And uh, you know what's awesome with these inspiring safety questions? Every single person we're interviewing has a completely different answer. And it's so That's cool because it's just, it's not the same cliche, you know, we need to lock out and tag out. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like <laughs> Uncle Bob back in the shipping dock. You know, it's it's some real cool, intriguing type stuff. And it's fun to do these for sure. All right. So last question. So if you have one piece of advice for your peers, other safety managers out there that help them and inspire them continue on to their daily grind, what would that one piece of advice be? 
show your passion. Without a doubt, show your passion. If you're in the position just to have a position, your employees will recognize that and management will recognize that. And that leads to the culture. But if you're out there and you're passionate with the employees and you're getting to know them on a personal note and you're, you know, you speak with passion when you have serious safety issues and you attack them right away, that will help drive that culture and start that snowball effect. Yeah. Safety doesn't have to be boring. Some topics are really hard to make exciting, but it doesn't have to be as boring as it usually is, or as people see it as, right? Your BUI thing is brilliant. I mean, I love it. I would like to, yeah. I would probably wear the wrong shoes just to get see what happened to me, you know what I mean, kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if I didn't get rid of just to try it, wear flip-flops or something. I'm just kidding, guys. But um, All right, so Justin, if anyone would like to reach out to you or connect with you, I know you're on LinkedIn. How do we find you? Yeah, Justin DeFlamary is how you would find me, and I look forward to uh, hearing this interview. Justin, thank you so much. You're so much fun to interview. I'd like to have you back sometime, and uh, let's connect in the future and bring it back on. Yeah, sure thing. Thank you so much, Mike. I appreciate what you're doing for the world of safety. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. For more episodes, check us out on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Podbeam, or Stitcher. To get new episodes sent directly to your phone or smart device, be sure to subscribe. To learn more about how your company can earn up to a 4% Ohio BWC premium rebate by becoming an active member of the Portage County Safety Council, please visit our website at www.portagecountysafetycouncil.wordpress.com. The preceding information is for entertainment purposes only. Views expressed may not reflect the views of any affiliated or sponsoring individuals or organizations. Listeners should carefully weigh information provided and seek advice from an appropriate professional before implementing. Listener discretion is advised.